welcome everyone to Engineering Draws. So guys, uh, be before we start today's um, episode, be sure to follow us on Instagram. And today I left you guys on the last episode. We were, last episode I talked about on our way for our travel to Dollywood, which, which was our first road trip. So guys, if you want to check the podcast before, I really recommend that's where I talked about how we traveled and you, um, all the things that I'll be talking today and the uh, next episodes and the episode before that's already out. You guys can check out the YouTube channel there. I have vlogs of the travel day, the day we went to the park and all those things. So today I'm going to be talking about the Dollywood park itself. So, Dollywood Park is what's our main deal. We were going to go there. We were, we were basically going to go there just for one reason, just to go basically to Dollywood. That was our main. So, we decided to go to Dollywood on our birthday. So, that day we got bright and early. Start to our day. We, uh, we got really early in the morning. We uh, gave ourselves some, the gifts for our birthday and everything. We got prepared. Uh, the night before we filled the thing you can do in the resort you just fill up, but I'm gonna be talking about that on the next episode, which I'll be talking about more about the Dream More Resort and everything. So we are, you can order breakfast to the room. So we did that and they got the breakfast to the room. So we got prepared. Uh, we got uh, our we got uh, our shirts on and our shirts, very special shirts, our Imagineering Thrills shirt. So yeah, guys. Uh, you guys, you wanna, you can go ahead to the Instagram, um, my Instagram profile, then with the same name, and you can see guys that I have a shirt that I posted. So if you guys see, um, anyone wearing a shirt like this in any park, especially Disney and, um, uh, SeaWorld, or any park we do any time a trip, be sure to stop by and say hello. It will be a, pr- a pleasure to meet you guys. So, we got bright early, we ate the breakfast, very good breakfast, and we left the hotel so that you can, the, from the hotel to the park, they have a trolley, like just like regular Disney buses, you get on the trolley, they bring you to the resort, to the park, and the trolley goes back. So, on uh, the trolley, uh, when you go in, he, the driver asks you, where are you going? If you're going, to the Dollywood Park, or you go to Splash County, which is your water park, but they still connect through the same route. So that day, we, nobody was going to the Splash County, so very directly, we went directly to Dollywood Park. So Dollywood Park opens at 10 a.m. That was about like nine, I say. Uh, so one thing is that if you're staying at the Dream More, or if you're gonna stay later this year when the Heart Song opens, uh, they will give you a complimentary time saver passes. With your stay, there are five, it's a time saver passes for five rides. You can choose five rides that have the time saver, like Big Bear, that, that one, because it's a new one. They still have about the time saver, but other ones, of course, they have time savers. So that's basically their fast pass just to skip the lines on long, um, long rides, which helped us a lot. So they give you five. So, you go in the trolley, and when you exit the trolley, there's a building before entering the park. There you show you there. Then there you show 
uh, the people working that place, you show them your park ticket and the park ticket obviously says that you're staying at Dreamware and everything. So they give you a wristband that says five time saver passes throughout the day. It doesn't matter if you return from the park or anything, as long as it's that same day, you can use it um, however you want. So there are five, they scan it like always like any Disney ride. So guys, we enter the park amazing beautiful entrance they we they let you uh enter at least 30 minutes early i'll, I'll say not just because of uh, the resort guests anyone in um, itself it's just the rides aren't open so we got uh right early we passed through the main very beautiful kind of like disney vibe but more home style but it looked a lot like main street but not that full not that crowded not that much people like running to the rides they wanted to go everybody was so we took a picture because it had a kite basically decoration for the summer celebration. It was a kite, a kite sky. So we took a picture there, which you take the pictures. They give you a paper and at the end of the day, you can go to the foot, the photo booth at the front of the park. You show them the tickets. They scan them and they show you the pictures that were taken. And there you choose if you want to buy any picture itself or anything. So we went, uh, you, there are two ways. When you get there, it says the dog was entrance. So you can go right or left. If you go left, you will go to Thunderhead and you will go to Big Bear and Dragonflyer and of course, Mystery Mine, all the area and Wildwood Grove, especially that area. And if you go right, that's where you will find Lightning Rod, Daredevil Falls, which is one of the water rides, Kangaroo Rapids, another, I uh, mean, I don't know the name especially, but that's another water ride. And you'll get the Tennessee Tornado, Blazing Fury, all those good, all this, all that good stuff. So we stopped, we headed first and early to Lightning Rod because we know that Lightning Rod is a very kind of special coaster because it can break down a lot during the day. And I've seen um, some people that go to the park and they never get a ride on Lightning Rod because it closed throughout the whole day. That happens because Lightning Rod is an RMC open back in 2016. Is Roller coaster manufactured by Rocky Mountain Construction. Uh, so when it opened, it was just a still top track, but in 2021, they basically kind of reduced some parts to be a whole uh, 2.0, uh, 2.8 track, and iBox track. So the ride is problematic sometimes because instead of using a lift, it uses a launch. It goes 73 miles per hour, and that first launch is 73 miles per hour. That's one thing special from Dollywood, all of their coasters play with the terrain, mountains, because the park is surrounded by mountains, so they don't have a choice of doing, of having to do a coaster that plays with the mountains. So that one uses part of a mountain to go up the mountain. So you go up, I believe the height of that one is 163 feet tall. So you go up there. So we, there was a little long line because I hadn't opened yet, but we stayed there a little while and we didn't say we didn't see any uh, ride testing, the cars testing anything. So after a few while, I'll say like 15 to 20, 15 to 20 minutes, they a some employees came out and said that the ride was closed. So unfortunately, I was worried because I thought I was not gonna do it. So then we went straightly to the barnstormer, which is their SNS screaming swing, like Sarah Jenny Flyer. 
So we decided to give that a second chance because we didn't really like Sarah Jenny Flyer. When we got there, we decided not to do and focus more on the coasters that we wanted to do because we really wanted to make sure we did the coasters because we were not going to come there again to Dollywood Park another day, which was just one day. So we passed to Craftman Valley, very beautiful area. There they craft anything from woodworks to blacksmith, whatever you want, any souvenir. I really recommend going to that area. And there they make them daily. You can see uh, the employees working to make all of those souvenirs. So right on the side of the mountain, there was this kind of like long, basically kind of like long neck. And then there were uh, rescued uh, bald eagles that they obviously they were basically kind of like not sick but they had conditions that didn't let them be able to survive in the wild so they have to remain in captivity there but they had this amazing and big uh habitat and then we went to their double falls their kind of splash mountain let's say water ride uh, exactly the same splash mountain it's uh, in, in say um, instead it doesn't have anything inside so it's basically through the side of the mountain very beautiful scenery so we went on that one we were scared because when uh, uh my mom and i did it because my dad is not a water person he doesn't like that much water rides so my dad stayed out and my mom me and my mom decided to do it we went to the ride no line at all we uh, got in the front row, moving platform kind of ride. And when you uh, when we got on it, we were so scared because there was no restraint, no no lap bar, no seat belt, absolutely nothing. So it started kind of slow, nice through the woods, and then it go up and go down the drop down the side of the mountain. It was a sixty foot drop. But it's very fun. And when it ended, uh, the lady that was working there said that if we wanted to go twice because there was no one in the line. So, of course, we said yes. We went around and then we exited. Then we decided to do Blazing Fury there in their coaster, dark ride kind of ride. We went in there. It was a very no line at all. We went on the fastest road we could get. So we went on the back road. We got on there, me and my mom and my dad, and we were not expecting anything at all. So the ride starts like the people mover basically. It's basically a wooden coaster with the lap bars. And one thing I would like to note, in Dollywood, you don't always have to rent a locker. Um, every ride, even if it's a like, drill ride, they still have kind of like these pouches like in SeaWorld where you can put your bags. And when you get off the ride, you can take your bags without paying anything. So it's a lab bar. I was curious why they why do you need a lab bar when it's a very slow moving kind of like ride. So it started like the people mover. It's so basically it was a wooden coaster. So it started like the people mover, just drive tires pushing you throughout the whole layout. Uh, it was kind of like weird, but kind of like pirates vibes of animatronics like a little town, he passed, and then all of a sudden, a drop, small drop, not a big drop, but a small drop out of nowhere in pitch darkness came out. We were, me, my mom, my dad, were not expecting that. That was the only ride that I didn't decide to see a POV, uh, so we were scared to death. Then it went another two drops, but it was very fun at the end. We had so much fun, very nice coaster. After we did that, 
we decided to go on Tennessee Tornado through, I think it's an aerodynamics looping coaster. So it's a very old coaster, but nice, very um, good, well themed. So you go, we went, no line at all from row. Unfortunately, I couldn't record any POVs, so if you guys check out the vlog, you will not see any POVs, but it was because every time I took my GoPro on the ride, they told me to take it off because they didn't allow filming on the rides. So we still enjoyed the rides anyways. So it was an old backpack restraint. We didn't like backpack restraints, but okay. So then it went like a left and it went uh, lift hill up the mountain. Went like right and into a drop through the mountain and it did three loops. So one loop, then it went into, I believe it was a dive loop and then another loop. So after uh, I did that, I went to the breakdown, very short, but very fun ride. And after that, we decided to do Wild Eagle. I was so excited. It was going to be my first B&M wing coaster. That ride is difficult to explain because it's 207 feet tall, the lift hill. But it is because it goes on top of the mountain. But then the drop is actually 135 feet because it's on the top of the mountain. So it was my first beginning wing coaster. We went no line at all from, uh, I think, no, we didn't went from, yeah, we did, we did from row, I'm sorry, on um, the first time on the left side of the wing. Amazing coaster, four inversions, very nice, not too forceful. The views were absolutely amazing. You, it has some air time. You can feel like you are going to get a support. And nice one thing that I really liked, the, Restraint was like the restraint on Python and on Manta, which is the class that just vest restraint, very comfortable. So after that, we decided to go off the wild. Well, we we went off Wild Eagle, and we went on. We're going to go on Factors Express, but it was fifty-five minute wait. Even though we had the time saver passes, we wanted to make the most without using the time saver passes until the end of the day because we were going to be the whole day from start to finish to see the fireworks show they do at the end of the night. So we decided then to go um then we I'm sorry then we decided to go I believe was a mystery mine. Their girls our Euro Fighter. I was so excited. My first girls our Euro Fighter and first girls our coaster. Very nice a uh, very awesome coaster that one had a very long wait so we had to use one of the time server passes but we went up the lady that's supposed to scan she said that it wasn't working so basically that wouldn't count on us so we still have five even though we passed by there so we went on the ride uh it starts with a little drop break run indoors basically nice little theming of like a mine but it's like kind of mystery, kind of like a scary kind of vibe. But then it goes right, another little drop, stops and does a vertical lift. Only that one's the highest point is 100 feet, so it's not that big coaster. Then you go down and you go into an outside portion where we go like uh, helix and little airtime hills. But you think it's going to be very rough, but it's not that rough at all. Then you go inside the building and you stop. Then it goes into another vertical lift, but this time it, when you look up, there's an actual kind of screen of like a tornado. So it goes up. When it goes up, it's 
it trying to it starts to go down like on an incline a little bit but it stops you there and then there's like explosive in front of you and it when the explosives explode um they explode you go down a vertical drop and you go out of the mine and you do this crazy ending for a ride goes into basically like a barrel roll but then it goes into a basically zero g stop before going down into the break run amazing finish and a lot of hang time there at the end then we went under new for 2023 coaster in Volvo grove area which is basically i would like to say like the fantasy um basically like their fantasy of magic kingdom area so we went on their new for 2023 which is big bear mountain a Vekoma, a family coaster manufactured by Vekoma. It has three launches. The minimum height requirement, I think, is 38 inches, so very nice for families. And the highest point, I believe, is like 66 feet, so it's kind of like a Tron, but without like the intensity of like the positioning of Tron, so very fun. We decided to do the weight because it was only 30 minute weight, and it actually moved pretty fast. One thing funny, it was that when we got there, I told my mom, um, I'm not going to ask for any row, um, just whichever row we get. And then when we got there, it was front row, run for one and two, and I was so excited. So we got the front row, amazing coaster. I like the audios, like you're searching for a bear that's bigger than other bears. So you go, the, the right starts with the launch, goes left, and it does another launch. I think the fastest goes 48 miles per hour, but you don't feel like you're going 48 because you're, it's so fun. Then you go like under a waterfall, you can see the whole Wild Bull Grove area, and you can hear like a kind of like lace. It's like somebody that's telling you where he was spotted last. So then you go around and you go into another launch into the highest point and you go like into the dip turns until you finish at the end very fun then we did thunderhead very fun wooden coaster amazing manufactured by gci then we decided to try so then we went on lightning rod which opened amazing ride we went on the 10th row we had to use our time saver passes because it was packed so we decided to do it amazing coaster that our time at the end one of the best rmc's i have done then after that we decided to get some food for their summer celebration because they do like epcot they do boots so we tried some pork belly on a stick with some maple baked beans very good food uh you can get a tasting pass like a sea world and like i believe like 60 dollars we got like five um plates very nice price so after that we got the cinnamon bread at the gristmill the classical dollywood treat and then we decided to go back to our room because it looked like it was going to go rain and we decided to take a break we took a break our room we tried the cinnamon bread very delicious cinnamon bread then we went back to the park little kind of like rainy but it was okay like the rice didn't close so we did blazing fear again very fun and then we did uh we did decide to do fire Chaser express but when we did that it started to rain they closed the ride but at the end we did the ride a very fun ride a very fun family coaster and then 
we decided to go mystery mine um wild eagle again which we opened after the rain again and mystery mine and so we stayed like in that area it was starting to get late we decided to get some food at tilling harvest which is the restaurant at the raw groove area we got there and it was nice we got to the merch store i bought some three wooden cutouts very nice all their merch there is very well priced like disney is a little kind of like too pricey for their merch like there a t-shirt could cost you like twenty dollars and the coaster cutouts compared to SeaWorld, they were $34.99 when SeaWorld, they were like $50. So then we decided to get our spot. Then we decided to do Dragonfire like there before the fireworks started, which were at 9.40 and the park closed at 9.30. So we did Dragonfire, the their family um, inverted uh, manufactured by Vekoma family coaster. So very fun, short but fun. And then we decided to go and get in an area where we could see the fireworks. And the fireworks there are so special. They do fireworks plus they do drones. That's a new kind of entertainment for theme parks. Disney World, Sea World, and Universal. And also Bush Gardens haven't been innovated to do anything like that. They're still with the old fashioned fireworks. We were so impressed. It started with a little, like, I could say, like, five minutes of fireworks. And then you can see some drones start to go from the ground up. And they did some amazing shapes. Uh, from what I remember, they did a giant phone. They did a, like, two locks in shape of hearts locking together. They did a man and a woman kissing. They did also a a truck with like smoke it would look amazing and they did at the end a big butterfly for like the logo of diewood and a butterfly passing through the mountains and then a sun emerging behind the mountains like a like a sunrise very beautiful and uh they also did like a phrase very nice and then when we finished uh we decided to go we got our pictures uh very nice and like i said very well priced and that was our day we went back to the trolley very low weight to get the trolley and very nice the drivers were all so nice and one thing i like to say i said on the last episode people over there are so nice like disney people are nice but sometimes they looked forced and SeaWorld employees, I'm sorry, but like I say, they look sometimes depressed and sad. Um, but here in Dollywood, people look so happy working there. It looks so family-like. Uh, everything was so controlled. Uh, the people were so nice. Even though, it was, even though if it was like, like if even though it was like eight and they've been working since ten a.m. You can see them so nice to you, treating you with so much kindness. They give you tips to do stuff and rides. And it was so nice. We got so many souvenirs, shirts, things for our neighbors, everything. So nice and very beautiful park. For me, that park will always be one of my number my top three parks. It was a beautiful park. How all the coasters played with the mountains. 
and the theming, the home style feeling. You can see all the people said hello. Everybody wasn't in a rush. People were uh, slow. They were enjoying every minute of their day there. There were all, and one more thing, there were all other decorations for the summer celebration. But everything was so beautiful of that park from the very little details to the big ones. It was an amazing park. Everybody was so kind. And the drivers that brought us from our trolley were so nice. And it made our day at Dollywood Park so much better. I really recommend if you ever get a chance to visit Dollywood, really do so. It's an amazing park for the whole family. They got the big thrill rides. And even though they're big thrill rides, they're still family aimed and targeted. Like we did some thrill rides, but they still weren't that intense. They were nice and fun for the whole family to enjoy. And that Big Bear Mountain Cruiser just added the perfect addition to the park to make it complete. I can't wait to see what additions they will do to the future. Uh, one thing I could say is that we were that we will be definitely going back. We don't know when, but we will definitely be coming back. The Dollywood Park. One thing that I would like to say: the Dollywood Park has four festivals around the year. They do, the, I think, the spring and food festival in the spring. They do the summer celebration, which was the one we did, we, the one we visited right now. They have the fall festival, which they do like pumpkin statues, and they have their winter winter festival. So. Yeah, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of our visit to the Dollywood Park. Like I said, I give it it. It's one of the most amazing parks we have visited. And we will be definitely be coming back. So, guys, that concludes our today's episode. So, be sure to stay tuned for the next episodes where we will be talking about the Dreamer Resort. And we'll be going to be talking about all the mini golfs we did over there. The mountain coaster we did and our travel back, travel back. Plus, in the Dreamer Resort uh, episode, which will be the next one, we'll be talking about their everything about in the resort and their food options, like their big restaurant, the Sunga Heart, which we dined before we left. So, guys, like I said, that concludes our episode. Thank you, guys, all so much for your support. Um, if you guys want, you, can, you guys can check out the YouTube channel. I posted vlogs from our trip. Plus today, which is July 27th, we visited the Food and Wine Festival, the opening of the Food and Wine um, Festival at Epcot. And we did a vlog. We will be coming back in other vlogs. So yeah, guys, if you want to check, you guys can check definitely uh, the YouTube channel out. So yeah, guys, thank you guys for your support. Be sure to follow us on Instagram. And and remember, guys, if you can imagine it, you can do it. And, and I'll see you guys on the next one. Bye.